Welcome to Teach Languages Online, the podcast and IGTV dedicated to bringing you the best advice about your online teaching business. I'm Lindsay Williams, an online language teacher from the UK, and I'm your host. And this week is our first week four of our four-week rotation of episode focuses, which means I'm answering your questions. And before we get into it, my recommendation for this week is forvo.com. This is a great website that you can share with your students to help them check native pronunciation of words in between lessons with you. And you'll see why I'm recommending Forvo when you hear this week's question. And our question this week is from Thinking Cap on Instagram, who says, I teach Finnish online and quite a few people are interested in the pronunciation side of Finnish. Any tips on how to create self-study activities for pronunciation would be great. I'm using Thinkific and I've embedded a speech recognition tool. I'm thinking it's necessary to give group lessons in pronunciation at some point. Well, firstly, thank you for your question. It sounds like you're already doing a great job by embedding the speech recognition tool, so high five for that. But as for the main bit of your question, self-study activities for pronunciation. Well, the first thing I would consider when designing any activity for self-study is how and where people are most likely to use it. Now, I know for me, pronunciation often feels like a chore and a bore, and I just want to get to the good stuff. So I'd be studying in little time bursts so I don't get bored. Normally, I'm studying at home, but as pronunciation is the kind of thing that often needs repeating and is good to have on hand, portable activities are good too. So something that can be done on the phone, for example, would be really helpful. So what I would suggest based on that, and this may be different for yourself, if you think about yourself or you think about your students, maybe you know already that they learn differently to how I've just described. Totally fine, but it will use my case as an example. And what I'd suggest then is lots of short and sweet activities that can be done in small doses and are still useful. Or if you work better creating one big lesson or two, then maybe thinking about making sure it can easily be broken up and studied in smaller chunks. You're also likely to need audio of some kind, of course. And whether this is just pure audio only or whether it's video is up to you, but there is an advantage to video. Firstly, it gives distracted folks like myself something to actually look at and focus on and associate with the sounds. I don't work very well when I just have audio. I think that's one of the reasons why I never really enjoy learning pronunciation because a lot of the time it is just audio. So if you can do video that has the audio you know, attached to it, of course, then that would be helpful for a lot of students, I imagine. And not only that, but it also helps to show the written form and or the mouth shape used for each sound. So that could be helpful as well to have this visual association of, of how, you know, how students should pronounce those words and those sounds. So that's a little bit about the how and the when, but what about the what? I think it's important here to consider firstly a resource and secondly the activities because when we create a resource then activities will naturally stem from that. So for that resource then I'm thinking a set of video or audio clips of individual sounds and that would be really useful but as well as that not just the individual sounds be sure to include any changes to certain letters when combined or things like that diphthongs all of that stuff. And having context is, of course, really helpful too. So as well as just 
the sounds on their own, isolated, consider adding a word or a sentence that uses each sound next to that. So you don't just have a sound, you have a sound and you can see it in context and you sort of hear or read it in a word, you've got something else to go by. That's much, much better. So that's your first thing, that's your resource. And ideally you'd have that on your Thinkific course. So students can easily access that and maybe download it anywhere they like. And it's also useful for students. So something you might want to recommend to them would be to become familiar with the IPA, the International Phonetic Alphabet, perhaps just for the sounds in Finnish so that they can use that to help them to pronounce new words that they encounter as well. So if they ever see it in a dictionary and it has the IPA next to it and, you know, there's funny looking letters, then your student can go, ah, okay, I'm familiar with this. Do, 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 do. That can be helpful as well. Then... As for the activities, if possible, firstly, you could give them a chance to upload their own attempts at each sound, word or phrase, or at least encourage it. So if the tech isn't quite there to have students upload their own audio, then at least say to them, you know, now you say this out loud, (laughs) right? And I know that sounds silly and you feel like I'm not really doing anything or giving them an activity there. But for some students, yeah, they are going to ignore that. They are just going to get next, next, next. But some will take it on board and will read things out loud and it's up to them at the end of the day you can give your students the best resources and activities but they're the ones that need to complete it especially when we're talking self-study activities okay so that would be you know at least you're encouraging and saying now try saying it on your own another activity that's very useful for pronunciation and works really really well for self-study is shadowing Now, shadowing involves listening to something in the language that you're learning and repeating what you hear as soon as you hear it. Think about a newsreader who's getting the feed in their ear and they're saying things immediately, kind of like an interpreter's job as well. If you're at a uh, conference, for example, and someone's interpreting that instant translation. Well, what shadowing is, is that instantaneousness, if that's a word, but you're not translating. So if your student is shadowing, they are repeating what they hear, not translating what they hear to their native language. Now, this is quite a skill. It can be really tricky at first. So you want to encourage your students to use this on their own by making it as easy as possible for them. So for this, you know, you can't necessarily just say, now try shadowing. You know, you want to make it really, really, really simple so that everything is there on a plate that it is as easy to do as it possibly could be. How do you do this? Well, firstly, find texts with audio or create them and share them in your course contents as well. So they have these texts, they have these audio files they can be listening to and ideally reading at the same time. That would be a helpful addition. Like I mentioned, (laughs) people like me, I'm not very good at just listening. I like it when I can read at the same time. That helps me to learn. So, you know, if you can find texts as well as the audio, that would be helpful. If not, you can create your own and share those in your course contents as well and say, I want you to shadow this text, okay? And if they've got something there to shadow, then there's no excuse, right? Unless, unless, of course, they don't actually know what shadowing is. So a quick explanation here, maybe with a video demo of you doing it if needed, would be helpful here as well. 
Now, I don't know if there's a community element to your finished lessons, but you did mention group lessons, which would be a great way to create community. And this can be a really, really helpful motivator for some. It really helps people to hold themselves accountable. So use this to your advantage and set students the self-study task of recording themselves, reading certain sounds, words, phrases, some of those shadowing tasks, perhaps. Maybe this is a weekly challenge that you have in wherever you host your community, Facebook group, a Slack group, wherever it is, you know, and you can set this as a challenge for people as well so that there's that community element going on. And of course, then for extreme pronunciation fiends, make it fun by bringing in tongue twisters as well, following those same activities above. So maybe the weekly activity in the Facebook group could be share yourselves reading this tongue twister. You know, that could be something really fun and really sort of community based and just enjoyable. That's really what you want this to be. And finally, I'd recommend sharing a list of useful resources with them as well that they can use to take things further on their own. And this is why I mentioned Forvo at the very, very beginning, going all that way back. Forvo is just essential tool for pronunciation. And I checked this for finish. There's over 59,000 words spoken and uploaded and pronounced for students to use to check their knowledge when you're not around and when they're self-studying. So it's amazing. And that is it for today. Thinking Cap, thank you so much for your question. And I hope this was useful answering it. And for the rest of you, you've been enjoying Teach Languages Online, the podcast and IGTV for online language teachers and budding ones too. Brought to you by me, Lindsay Williams of Lindsay Does Languages. And remember, every fourth week, just like today's episode, I'll be answering your questions right here on the show. So get in touch. If you're watching on IGTV, just drop me a DM with your question. And if you're listening on the podcast, email me at lindsay, that's L-I-N-D-S-A-Y at doeslanguages.com. That's lindsay at doeslanguages.com. And you never know, it might just be your question I answer this month. You can find everything you need from this show over at lindsaydoeslanguages.com forward slash teach languages online. That's it for me this week. And as always, I'll leave you with a little nugget of inspiration. This time, a Chinese proverb. If you're planning for a year, sow rice. If you're planning for a decade, plant trees. If you're planning for a lifetime, educate people. Have a great week and share this episode with a friend you know will love it too. I'll be back next week, same time, same place. Bye.